0: From one islander to another, Isle of Wight Radio proudly presents John Hannam Meets. Delighted to welcome back to John Hannam Meets, one of my favourite singers, Andy Abraham. Nice to see you, Andy. How are you doing, John? Nice to see you. Obviously, two thousand and five X Factor runner-up. Yes. Now, the first time we met was at Wise Buddha in London. Yes. That was in two thousand and six. Cool. And the last thing you wow. said to me, I said, "What's your ambition?" And you said, "Longevity in the business." Yes. And that was fourteen years ago. So I it's, know. it's working, and it? I'm
1: still going. So um, I don't know. Something seems to be drawing me back into the business, and because we've had a bit of a break. As you well know, yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm back again. I'm back being interviewed by you again, John. So yes. uh, yeah, 14 years down the line, do you know, what I mean? 14 years ago, you've been
0: in the business four months. I know, <laughs> I know. So short,
1: but uh, it's amazing what um, what a little bit of recognition and a bit of um, bit of luck as well, along with a bit of talent and um,
0: yeah, a bit of perseverance can do. As we're on the Isle of Wight, yep. back in the 80s, you came to the Isle of Wight for a special reason, didn't you? Um, to deliver something to St. Mary's Hospital. Yes. you remember that's that? That's right. I did. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, we came to deliver. Um, it was the, the model it was literally the model of what it was going to look like. So
0: you knew what it was like before we did then, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw
1: the plans and everything. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, it was wonderful to do that. And uh, yeah, back again. How many times have I been back to um, to the Isle of Wight? Oh.
0: Quite a few. Quite we? a few now. Yeah, yeah. If there was a perfect time to interview Andy Abraham, yep. it's now because. <laughs> 20 minutes ago your football team won the FA Cup yes
1: (laughs) come on you gunners yeah I was I am so elated I'm so over the moon about it Um, and now we just need you know
0: digressing a little bit
1: sign the contract Obama Yang (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love your job to you use to sell pizza or make pizzas in Domino's I did you? I insurance, did insurance bus driver printer for 10 years wow yeah and obviously everyone made the dustman thing didn't they, they did yep they for, did for a while you and Alfred P. Doolittle were the <laughs> most famous dustman in London We oh, were wow. oh well do you know what I was a
1: busman as well so I suppose me and um, Matt Monroe yes. yes can probably be the most famous
0: uh, busmans that's that's uh, hit the stage <laughs> I know your your late mum was a a great influence on your career, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she
1: was. I mean, um, you know, she really introduced me to music first off. And then, you know, once I I found my own uh, passion and and love for it, um, you know, I... That's where I took it over myself, you know. But um, I still wasn't sure if I wanted to actually sing because my sister, I think I may have mentioned this to you, but my sister was the first person who encouraged me to sing, you know. But I was having too much fun with my friends, you know what I mean? So, uh, (laughs) yeah, I kind of... uh, It didn't happen.
0: I'm a wee bit older than you, and obviously, I grew up with these slightly, (laughs) slightly with the amazing crooners of that sort of era. And I know you've sort of uh, you still like the crooners, don't you? Love them, love the crooners. I think
1: stylistically, uh, phrasings, you know, their imagination, their coolness, their aura—it was just, you know, they were just immense. And they were the guys that I kind of looked up to. You know the the Nat King Coles, the, the Matt Monroes, the Frank Sinatras, the Perry Comos, the Andy Williams, um, Harry Belafontes, you mm. know what I mean? All of mm. these wonderful singers that just used to sing the melodies and have incredible voices.
0: Yeah. Before the X-Factory, you had a tryout, didn't you? This is my moment, wasn't it? Was that a... I did, yeah. yes.
1: Well, I actually got onto the, um, the show, which was hosted by Melanie Brown. From uh, from the Spice Girls, and she actually said uh, when I sang um, the greatest love of all, she said I I used to sing that for my auditions, but you sang it so much better. <laughs> so, yeah, she was cool. She was cool. But yeah, that was my introduction to TV. Your wife broke the law, really, didn't she? Because she fraud your I signature. know. <laughs> Where's a detective when you when you need one? So yeah, she she um. She forged my signature on the on the uh, X Factor application form <laughs> and uh, sent it in without my prior knowledge. And uh, yeah,
0: that was it. The the history is there. Second out of seventy five thousand or seventy six thousand, probably. It was amazing. Yeah, really, when you incredible. look back, wasn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. And do you know what? I never really thought I'd win it or anything like that. Um, even at the point of it just being. Down to me and Shane Ward. I was kind of still in shock at the fact that my name came out first for the final. <laughs> so, uh,
0: yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's just great. Andy, someone said um, you've got a voice like liquid gold. Do you remember that? Yes, yeah, Simon
1: Cowell, which was a bit of a shock, um, but he seemed to enjoy. He enjoyed me. I think because we were age-wise, we were very similar and he realized that I wasn't really there to be ridiculed or anything I just wanted his honest professional critique as a as a, a mogul let's say mm. you know mm. a music mogul so um and he gave it he always seemed to give me an honest
0: valuation of what I did and it was amazing. Obviously, Shane won it. Yes. And the song was That's My Goal. Yeah. And an old mate of mine called Bill Padley mm-hmm. was one of the co-writers of that song. Oh, wow. He used to live here on the Isle of Wight. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Nice one. Wow. And of course, you went to America to a very famous lady's house, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Who, she was my judge. Yes. And that was uh,
1: Sharon Osbourne. She was my mentor, I should say. And, yeah, beautiful place uh America was very clean around Beverly Hills the actual house itself is very much when you take away all of the 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 um all of the frills and spills and the flowers and everything like that and stop thinking of it as the Osborn's house it's just a it's just a normal house, you know, but the grounds was beautiful. absolutely loved the grounds.
0: Andy, that led to big tours when you had fourteen, fifteen thousand at some of the gigs, didn't you? Yeah, 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 incredible. Um, the tours were amazing. Uh, the X
1: Factor tour with um, Nicholas Dorsett and uh, Journey South and Brenda Edwards and all of those guys that did so well within the show. Uh, we had an amazing 25 dates and all sold out. Uh, the biggest crowds and I mean that arena tour is that's yes. the pinnacle isn't it so
0: when you knew you sold 176,000 yeah <laughs> records with your yeah. first album in the first week I know I know
1: <laughs> I'm thinking to myself these people haven't got better things to do <laughs> um, but obviously you know I, I, I made an impact at the time and um, people jumped on the train you know the Andy Abraham train so uh, it was it was great for me great for my family and you only lost by about
0: 1.2% which That's was right. amazing wasn't it yeah anyway. considering
1: yeah. um how good-looking shane uh, <laughs> shane is and um how much the girl swooned over him you know it seems like us us mature yes. uh, people decided, no, we're not going to let the youngsters have it their own way. So uh, they made a battle of it. You had lots of fans, though, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had lots of fans who were very loyal, to, even to this day. Um, and, you know, they um, they seem to enjoy me. They they enjoy my, um, my singing. They enjoy the songs and they enjoy nostalgia. So... That's the main thing. And you're still here. You did Eurovision in two thousand and eight. I did. Yeah. Eurovision which, Even If, yeah. Even if, that's right, which was um uh, my own pen song and uh with uh the absolute boys and yeah, it was wicked. I had a great time. Shame about the um the 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 points tally, but as a song and as the performance and as uh representing the UK it was
0: wicked. Wicked. I loved it. No one votes for us anyway, do they? Let's well, do you
1: know what I tried to? I tried to block that out of my mind. To be honest, yes, um, it was all about just performing and getting some to, to meet and you know j- just feel comfortable within the the whole Eurovision bubble. You know what I mean? And it was br- it was wonderful. It was wonderful.
0: And you did the uh, history of big bands, didn't you? Yes,
1: I did. I did. Um, that was with uh, the the Barrison Swing Band. Um, Thirteen piece, which, which was fantastic. Yeah, um, Glenn Miller. It was all of the big band hits that we did. So many fantastic hits, and we we, we changed up some of my soul songs to fit the um, the big band style. You know, three of my songs. So and Wonderful. that went down amazingly well. In yeah.
0: complete contrast, Boogie Nights, Godspell. You've done it, you? yes. Yeah, yes.
1: yeah. That was fantastic with um, with the Osmonds. Um, Shane Ritchie Jr uh, Chico uh, Louisa Litton from, uh, from EastEnders that was fantastic I had a great time one of the best times Gareth Gates oh yes as well um, so yeah we had such a laugh it was fantastic fun and um,
0: yeah I wouldn't mind doing that again <laughs> Shane Ritchie is a good friend of mine because he began over here on the Isle of Wight in holiday centres. Is his son anything like him or not really?
1: Yes. Do you know what his son? His son is so talented. Is he? Uh, Great singer. And um, yeah, him and his band, they do this. uh, They do their own kind of sets around uh, the holiday camps and whatnot. And they're really good. They're really good. And he is definitely a front man
0: hi this is dennis Locorriere, the voice of dr hook and you're listening to john hannah meets on isle of Wight radio because you have such good taste you also did your own sort of tribute to nat king cole didn't you
1: i did yes um this was last year uh celebrating the 100th year of nat king cole the birth of him and um yeah we did so many of his songs which i'll be doing some of these songs uh here tonight
0: we ought to say we're at warner's benbridge coast aren't yes
1: we? we are at benbridge coast and uh, looking forward to, to entertaining first time for i don't know since late february yes. uh, march early march um that uh i've performed feeling pretty nervous because it's been so long and yeah i'm just i'm sure the audience that's out there are um are just as nervous because you know we're we're going through some strange
0: times Mm. at the moment and Mm. uh yeah yeah, just before you go i know you're dashing you did some comedy didn't you with joe lysett was it i did yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. car blimey Um, i did uh, something called joe lysett's got your back and uh that was a lot of fun. Yes. Uh I think it's Channel Four. Channel four is Joe Lycett. And uh Joe Lysett was amazing. Yeah, very funny. It was it's a it's a consumer show where uh certain topics and they bring me in to sing certain songs, but in the style of uh a famous song. And uh yeah, we 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 tried to get this fine for uh Jenny. Her name was Jenny Day and uh we well joe lysett i should say um he got the 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 fine quashed so she got a good old sing song you know for me
0: andy some sort of x-factor people have long been forgotten but here you are working 14 years later yeah and yeah uh, yeah what's just around the corner anything more exciting or well do you know what um
1: I'm am t- taking one day at a time mm. because of what's happening with the um with the COVID and the way the country is kind of um pulling together and and trying to get through what is just a very very strange time um, having to wear uh, masks and um, socially distancing and and you know the industry that I'm in. You know, is null and void at the moment because Mm. um, social distancing is something that, um, as we well know, pubs, restaurants, uh, bars, uh, social clubs, all of these sort of places, halls, will struggle to make any money when social distancing is implemented in this this way. You know, so um, I'm hoping I don't think anything will happen this year um, for myself. Because um, yeah, it's it's. We're just trying to get my head around the whole thing, mm. you know. Mm. Um, but hopefully next year, you know, there'll be an upturn.
0: Andy, thanks for your time on a busy day. I know you, I know. you got caught in traffic, Jan. Oh,
1: it's crazy today. <laughs> oh, dear me, what's going on? M3, M25, oh, the bane of my life.
0: I had an awful <laughs> job to contact you, and in the end, <laughs> an old guy like me managed to contact you on Twitter. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There's always
1: ways around it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, much, very much trying to find out what, what's next for my life, to be honest, mm. um, because it's, it's, you know, in some respects, I can just imagine the amount of um, acts that 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 are like me that are um, really wondering what's next for themselves because you know there are there are artists that have that's all they've known mm. you know mm. for them to try and go into something or learn something completely new in an industry where it's just flat so flat um,
0: it's just difficult it's difficult just quickly before you go yeah. you know, you've been helping out during the problems, haven't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I've been I've been doing some multi-drop delivering, you know, and just delivering to obviously, you know, earning some money. But um, in some respects, the people that, especially the, the, the just householders, you know, the consumers, they're so appreciative of the multi-drop and delivery drivers that have to get there. Products to them do you know what I mean because you know a lot of things where would they be you know yeah it's, it's such a tough one Jeff Bezos needs to do more for for, uh, for the drivers and he needs to do more for the consumers as well do you know what I mean <laughs> with all of that 12 billion in one day he seems to be making
0: yeah <laughs> It's always a pleasure to talk to you. No problem, uh, John. Cheers. You've had a great life, really, and uh, yeah, there's a lot yeah. more to come, Andy. I'm Overhand. hoping
1: there is a lot more to come. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I would love to be, um, you know, interviewed by you in 20 years, um, saying, "Oh, Andy, you've done this, you've done that." But who knows what's around the corner? You know. I'll tell
0: you what, mate. If that happens, someone's going to push me in. in oh, a chair. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why
1: not? Thanks, mate. No problem. Cheers, John.
0: It's great. He's got a swell personality. He meets and greets the stars with such amenity. Good enough to make you coming out of the street. John Hannah Meats. That's right. Grateful thanks to Andy Abraham. And what a nice guy. Also grateful thanks to Warner's Bembridge Coast Hotel on the Isle of Wight for making that interview possible. Thank you so much for listening to another John Hannah Meats. Please go to my website, johnhannam.com, for news of future interviews and how you may purchase my books online. Bye-bye for now. Well, that was super smashing great, wasn't it? Jim Boney here, just reminding you, you've been listening to John Hannam.